The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. Broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. This is the Ash Holes Podcast, and we're, today we're going to talk about how to turn a clerk into a salesperson. Hmm. Turn a jerk into a salesperson. <laughs> a jerk. A jerk. Same thing. A clerk. <laughs> uh, I'm Dave, and that was Aaron. You just heard beside me is Ed Sullivan. He's here. We're, we're all back from a day off. Right. Yeah. We, we have Dan and uh, Chrissy on the board. Hey. Hey, hey. And, uh, yeah, we're, um, after a couple of days off, I did go to a uh, few stores. So oh, yeah? I, I have my thoughts on um, customer service and salespeople and yep. clerks. Yeah. Um, good There movie. is a big difference, right? Big difference. Oh, night and day. Right. Night and day. I'm looking for a good salesperson to help me yep. as opposed to somebody just to ring, take my money. Basically, right, take my money. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that, but let's light up a cigar. Yeah, today we're going to light up the uh, Jose Dominguez Natural Fino. Jose Dominguez. Yes. Jose Dominguez. Country, Dominican Republic. The size on this cigar is a 6-inch by 44 ring gauge, Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, Indonesian Sumatra binder, and then Dominican and American, Dominican and then American broadleaf filler. Uh, the price is five ninety nine for a single, or you can buy a box for one hundred one ninety nine, which makes it five oh nine per stick. And you can find the cigar at twoguyscigars dot com. That is the number two guyscigars dot com. The yeah, cold draw is. I, I had one thought before the, the show, but I'm changing my answer. Cold draw is a cherry pop tart, uncooked. You know, un, untoasted. Uncooked cherry pop tart. Yeah, there's some sweetness there. There's yeah. some doughiness. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sticking with yours. I think it's. You said before the show, it kind of reminds you of candy. I, this reminds me of like one of those star like a starburst mm. little starburst before yeah. you chew it so uh indonesian sumatra i know ed sullivan's against yeah. that i'm against sumatra always always <laughs> uh but don't let that hurt you but it says usa broadleaf it doesn't say connecticut broadleaf. pennsylvania so. it is pennsylvania and let me tell you this is the first cigar that i ever recall when they told me it was Pennsylvania Broadleaf, and I go, is that a thing? Right. <laughs> and they get them from the, um, what do they call those people that ride a horse and buggy? And the Amish. The Amish. Yeah, Amish farmers, huh? Yeah, they would get that tobacco from them, and now that it's a big a thing. Judgy. Everybody's using Everybody's using it <laughs> yeah. now. It's, it's a big thing. Oh, yeah. So $5.09 if you buy by the box. Yep. Unbelievable deal that it's still a premium handmade cigar in a box it's for five dollars. Yeah, yep. it's great smoke. All right. Do you think we should light it? We should. All right. It is time to light our cigars. Brought to you by Perdomo, the hottest brand in the land. A company founded on quality, tradition, and excellent quality. One draw, that's the law. 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 law. It's brought to you by Abuelo Cigars. You're going to live under my roof? You're going to play by my rules. Abuelo Cigars. I could hear really good for whatever reason, maybe a couple of days off. I hear Ed Sullivan singing that along and Chrissy singing along. Mm -hmm. 
Usually I only hear myself, but I didn't. I heard Chrissy and you We're very in there. clearly. Yeah. That was a, a team effort right there. You can hear day. clearly yeah. now? I can hear clearly now. The rain is gone. <laughs> Getting some frequencies back in your ears. It is. <laughs> What's the frequency? Low frequencies. Mm -hmm. There it is. Lo-fi. That's what I'm missing is low frequencies. Mm -hmm. Okay. Everybody loves that sound. I was going to say, what? everyone's Tough favorite sound. podcast sound. Mm. It goes great in your bow surround. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little bit of earthiness. Some uh, like a pine wood. Not bad. Not bad. You go with that? I'll go with that because it's lack of, I, I can't get a flavor that quick. Yeah. It's mm. mild AF. Yes. Yeah. Mild. But you know what? It's not burning. Too, like sometimes when you get to this. This ring gauge that can burn a little bit zippier, mm -hmm. and this is not too hot. I think I get a lot more cedar on it, honestly, myself. Mm. But it's got the cedar wrapped around it. Yeah, that'll help. Yeah. Psychological. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great smoke. Okay, uh, how do we turn clerks into salespeople, and why would you want to do that? Why would you want to change people? Well, I mean, I think it depends on what business you're in, right? Like, and salespeople, it's not just for, we're talking, I mean, today we're going to talk about turning clerks and salespeople if you're in running a cigar brick and mortar store, but like a restaurant, you want a salesperson. You just don't want an order taker you want, or a bartender. You want I, a I wanted everywhere to be honest yeah. with you. I went in the Home Depot and this guy's stocking the shelves, hmm. but I need help because mm -hmm. I'm looking for this thing that goes on to a, a drill. Right. I don't even know what it's called, and I'm trying to explain, and they're yep. stock boys, whatever their job is. Yep. And then you find somebody will help, somebody will help you over the, in the other thing, and I go to help somebody over there, and everybody's doing the stocking and things like that, yeah. but their job is turn a stock boy, a stock person, into a salesperson to right. help me, mm -hmm. help right. me. And you take a place like Home Depot, you could see everybody's face. Everybody was looking for help, and nobody's helping them. Yeah. And that is what a salesperson is. It sounds like a salesy thing. I'm trying to sell you something, but I'm helping no. you buy something. Let me right. Help right. me buy something. Right. I'm, I'm not coming out of the rain. I'm not, that's not why I'm there, to get out of the rain. I'm, I'm coming Correct. in to buy something. You go into a cigar store, you know, it's it, mostly guys that go into cigar stores, right? Sure. The majority. We don't like to ask for directions. Before it was GPS, all we did is get lost, for Christ's yeah. sake. We wouldn't ask for directions. We don't want to ask for help, but if somebody wants to help us, we want to be helped. Right. And that's what the missing element that happens in a lot of cigar stores happen is the person will go in and say, you all set? And the guy says, yeah, well... Go, yeah. Don't ask them. Just go help them. Right. Or do you need help finding anything? They say no, and then now you're trapped. Yeah. Can you, I help out. you? No, I can't. Or whatever. Yeah. And then you see the guy. He's looking at things. You can see that he's confused. Oh, what are you buying cigars for yourself? No, I was told to come buy cigars um, for the golf tournament that's mm -hmm. coming up or whatever. Oh, how many people are going to be at the golf yeah. tournament? Okay, you really should start with something mild. He doesn't know a mile from a full-bodied one. And I don't care if we're even talking about people that are regular cigar smokers. They right. smoke Brand X or something. It's a whole different chore they're on. They're not buying for themselves, exactly. right? So all these things, that these missing elements uh, that happen, it's the craziest thing. Right. And even, uh, and we were at Chef Charlie's in the audience over here, and uh, I went to dinner at his new Italian restaurant. And I, I know my way around the menu. There's mm, not sure. a problem. But there's things on there I didn't see before. And, and the waitress could have said, hey, did you notice 
by the way. It was a um, chicken cutlet lasagna, basically. Oh, that sounds good. Very so instead of the, the pasta noodles, it was a chicken cutlet. Mm. And then the regatta and the sauce and the cheese and then the, another attention. cutlet and another layer and another layer. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, it. unbelievable. I knew already that's what I was getting before I even got <laughs> Oh, there. yeah. But that's only because I know the chef right. who told me. But, boy, could I sell if I was ever at that restaurant? Because <laughs> I would say to everybody, well, I know you're looking at the menu. There's probably one thing you never saw before. Right. Um, the chicken cutlet stack or whatever it was called. I believe it was something to that degree. And let me explain this to you. And if I, if I got 50 cents for everyone I sold, I'd, I'd, I'd make a lot of money because yeah. I could sell that thing yeah. across the room. And it's unique to that restaurant. Mm, right. So now you got something unique to a restaurant. That's what you want to sell. And, you, and the person never had it before. It was mm-hmm. dynamite, by the way. Oh, I'm sure. And then uh, you come back because you're going to tell people about right. it like I did. You know, yeah, I, I just did. I want, I'm yeah. ready for it. You so it, it, it serves such so much of purpose if you go into sales mode right. and sell the product. Not physically sell the product, but sell it, talk it up. Right, yeah, and for people who maybe don't understand the difference between a sales clerk and a salesperson, you know, a sales clerk is someone who largely stays at the cash register and just rings people up, whereas a salesperson... At a supermarket. Right, whereas Uh a salesperson is more focused on the customer experience, and they're going to have more freedom to work around the store, but like in a cigar environment, pretty much that's anyone. It's really just, you know, understanding as a store owner what you're hiring and what you want done. Now, if you were going to transition someone, there's a bunch of different things you can do, you know. But the biggest thing to me is training. You need good training and not just, you know, cigar knowledge and, you know, what, uh, what brand is this or what brand is that. You need to know where things are, how to find them easily to make it, uh, more easy for the people who are coming to shop. You need to understand how to use your sale POS system or whatever cash register system you're yeah. using. You need, they need to know all the deals, specials, everything you have going on and understanding what people are looking for so that the whole job as a salesperson really in a brick and mortar store, whether it's cigars or Home Depot, is making that experience, one, a lot easier for the person who doesn't know what they're looking for, and two, being able to understand, okay, if they like this, they'll probably like that, or if they yeah. like this, they'll buy that, or, you know, and understand your customer base. How about this one? What is needed to have a great experience with the product? So somebody comes right. in, and they're getting the cigars for the golf tournament, mm-hmm. and they walk over and grab what somebody told them to get, and you've chatted them up enough to say, oh, you're having a golf tournament. Uh, you need four cigars for the golf? Yes. You better pick cigars that you know are going to draw and burn Correct. well. It's an outdoor activity. Yep. Do they have a lighter or a cutter to have a good experience? Mm-hmm. You have to ask that because you know what? They don't know. Right. They, they, they don't know what they don't need. Yep. You're buying a toy for a kid. The, does it need batteries? Well, you need four double exactly. D- batteries or whatever you need. In this case, do you need a cutter? Yes, you do need a cutter. Do you have one? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't. What do I need? Well, you don't need for something very expensive. We have expensive ones, but you're going to be outdoors and yeah. stuff. Maybe this plastic cutter, it's $5 right. or whatever it is, and you're going to need a way to light the cigar. Well, I have a book of matches in the car. Well, you're going to have a big problem with that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's a little breeze out there. There's going to be four years huddle around trying to light a cigar off a match. You're going to burn your fingers. It's not going to work out well. Here's this uh, Vertigo lighter that's 10 bucks. Why don't you give this a try? Um, 
and the overall experience is going to be great. Yeah. It looks like you sold a guy extra stuff, right. but you sold him everything he needs to have Correct. a great experience. Right? Yeah, exactly, because there's no point of, you know, like you're saying, guy comes in, he wants, you know, four Monte Cristo number twos, and then you don't give him a cutter. Now he can't cut it. Yeah, and torpedo, he's outside, right? he can't light it. You, you didn't help him. You know? So, And this would be a good one. If I was to pick something, let's go back to the wedding uh, happens to be a big wedding cigar, Jose Dominguez, for us. Yes. Um, they come with a uh, cedar sleeve around each mm-hmm. cigar and a ribbon around that. The packaging yep. is beautiful, and the cigars isn't very yeah. costly, and it's a mild cigar. Yeah. Every checks off every single box I need to have a good cigar for a yeah. wedding. and doesn't kill the person. They're paying $100 for the box of cigars. It's going to look way more right. expensive than that to begin with. Yep. And whether Ed Sullivan is a is a full body cigar smoker, he can enjoy it. Right. Sure. And we like mild cigars. We right. can enjoy it. So everybody can enjoy it. Yet, yeah. if they ended up picking picking something, maybe in a bundle, right. it would look crappy. Yeah. If it was a strong cigar, or, you know, would make somebody sick. It, you know, you got to. Well, you know. and, and that's part of the training too. Like I used to use Jose Dominguez when I was in retail stores as a wedding cigar sure. for that reason. But I needed to teach my staff. Why it was important, sure. you know, why this is going to look this way, and so that they just go, Jose Dominguez is a wedding cigar. Okay, and, well, why? And, well, should, I don't know. and should the person working in sales be learning? You know, it, it can't just be that the shop itself has to teach the salesman how to be a salesman. Right. You're good at a job. If you go to, to a job and you go, you're a carpenter, you better know how to do carpentry, right? If right. you're going to go and you're going to be a dentist, you right. better know how to do dentistry. Why, shouldn't, why should you come in uneducated to know you're going to be a salesman? Well, it depends on the store, though, too, because the store – we're talking about a store that has clerks that we're turning them into salespeople, right? So yeah. th- this is a, a store that's saying – I want them to sell more. It's like, okay, well, what are you doing to help them sell more? Are you, they, I feel like whether it's a manager or a, a store owner, they have to let their staff understand what their objective is. Like, hey, I, you know, if you just go to the sales firm, like, I want you to sell more stuff. Okay, great. Well, what do you want me to sell? There's not, if you're only selling one brand, then you know what you need to do. But like, why should I sell this? What, what's like, I feel like sometimes, if you let your team in on kind of the method to the madness on certain things, they feel empowered to go out and support that vision. Um, and that comes from training. It, sometimes it comes from incentivizing them. That certainly helps if we're talking about salespeople. Um, well, why don't they educate themselves? What, what? Well, you can. I mean, you know, good salespeople will. <laughs> because that's their you know? job. Right. That's their job. But these are clerks. These are clerks. Right now, they're clerks. We're turning them into salespeople. Yeah. We're giving them the tools. They're so. cashiers. And I've, I've had many of... Um, a meeting with somebody looking to get a job, and I said, well, there's two positions open. There's, there's a cashier, mm-hmm. and that pays minimum wage, and we have the um, salesman, and that job pays twice as much. Which right. job? The same hours. It's the same hours, the same store. Nothing's changed, but which job did, do you want? And they said, I want to be the salesperson. I said, all right, we should talk about that. What does the salesperson do? Mm-hmm. Oh, they sell. Really? And it's not we're trying to sell people what they don't need or want or what they came in for. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get them to sell them the right product. Correct. I don't want to sell a Davidoff to somebody who yeah. can't afford Davidoff and exactly. wouldn't even like it if they had it. Mm-hmm. I want to sell the right product to the right person. Therefore, yeah. I don't want to sell maybe Jose Dominguez exactly. to somebody who came in for Davidoff. Mm-hmm. I want to sell them what they came in for. Correct. And you can... A lot of that, it, it's not right to say, but it's true. I mean, you can kind of judge a book by its cover in a lot of cases. Sometimes. 
that, um, you know, the guy comes in with a Rolex watch and uh, just got yep. out of a Jaguar and he comes in and he's looking around for cigars and most likely he wants mm. high end because yep. he's a but, high end type. But of you know, we've got customers that roll up and <laughs> buy bundles. Buy bundles yeah. of Dos yeah. Ombre, right. And, and the same goes elsewhere too. But, you know, if you would bet on it, you're a salesperson and, and you, you have to be. Um, what is that animal that changes its colors? Chameleon. Like, chameleon. Yeah. And you have to be able to change on a dime right. of figuring out once you figure it out. And how do you figure it out? Not by saying, can I help you? Because right. you're not going to get enough information yeah. from the no that you're going to get 100% of the time. Right. Um, you're going to have to ask questions, look around, pay yes. attention, and, and uh, be a good salesperson, figure I mean, it out. The, the key to it is to have some value add to their purchasing experience, right. whether it's helping them discover something new, educating mm. them, because otherwise, what are they coming for? It's just as easy to fill in something online and have it show sure. up at your house. Show so. up at the, at the convenience store and grab a um, little pack, in the right. Humi pack thing so or whatever. You've got to bring right. more to the table than just pressing buttons on the cash Right, register. right. Exactly. And wouldn't you feel like, if, if especially if you worked there for a long time, and, and there may be somebody listening to the show, they're a, they're, a, they're a sales clerk or cashier at a cigar store, they think they're a salesperson, and they're hearing this. Don't you think you're an expert if, if you work 40 hours a week inside a right. cigar shop? Because the person coming in is considering you an expert. Act it. Right. And if, you, if you're not... Learn it. Yeah. If you listen to the show, you'll at least learn listening in, and maybe you're getting butthurt right now, but yeah. you're, you're <laughs> listening in to educate yourself about mm. something about yeah. cigars that's going to be discussed. Well, at that point, share it. Now now you're a teacher, Aaron, right? At this point, you've learned something, and now you take what you learned and you pass it on to mm -hmm. the next person. Yeah. That's the job. That's as simple as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the other part of it, too, is, you know, it's, you can learn, and you should, if you're a salesperson, go out there and figure out what you need for product knowledge. It also takes you just have a good, positive attitude. You know, be kind to people. Be like that goes a long way. Even if you don't know the product, if you're friendly and you know you attempt to help them, and the magic of, words, right? Please and thank you. Yeah. It still works. Works every time. Yeah, it still goes. Uh, as a self-employed person, I opened two guys smoke shop. I had to learn on the fly. Mm -hmm. there, was, there was no person to yep. teach me, and boy, you learn quick. That you see the problem, and the next time, maybe you don't have the answer to it, but boy, you'll get ready for the next time the person exactly. comes in with the same. Because they're, they're rinse and repeat questions. It's going to always mm -hmm. be that somebody's <laughs> going to come in and say, why should I buy that expensive humidor rather than the cheaper humidor? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, what's the answer? What, what does one do better than the other? So, you know, I look at the guy, and I go, I don't know the answer to that question, Um Boy, it looks better anyway. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. You're not answering the question. Right. The next guy comes in after I figured it out yep. what's the difference between the two, and I start rattling you off. show them the yeah. difference exactly. in the hinges and how Everything. it seals, yeah. quality yeah. of materials. You pick one up, and one's made of wood. The other one is yeah. almost like, how can this even <laughs> yeah. be put together? And here's the difference between the two, but they will act the same. But you know what? You can only afford the cheap one. It's better than having none at all. Correct. Mm -hmm. Um, and just learn as you go on, and yep. hopefully, if you work with another person, then you start working with each other, helping each other right. out, 
and uh, that, that's what makes all the difference. Yeah, and if you're at a store where sales reps come in from different branded companies and you have a question about a brand, ask them because it's their job to, to know and they can help you uh, with even more detail. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully Otherwise, they... maybe you guys should change roles. Right, <laughs> right. Well, I've said it before where you see cigar shops that say, um, you know, we want to bring the rep into your store and he's right. going to work the store. And I say to my staff, hey, listen, if he's selling to our customers more than you are, maybe I got the wrong guy. Right. And he shouldn't be able to. He really mm-hmm. shouldn't be able to. There's no way. Now, certainly, he could uh, be given a piece of swag away for free or whatever the promotional deal is and things like that. But the salesperson that works in the store, there should be no competition. It's right. a home field advantage here. Yeah. You know the guy. You know the, the, the store. You know everything that's going on you, that's out there. And um, stores end up looking for it because the person working in the store isn't as good as the is. Because right. believe me, the rep's job is to sell the buyer. Of the, of the store, the product, not the consumer. Right. The, the clerk or the salesperson in the store's job is to sell to the consumer. He better be doing a better job than that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and, again, back to Home Depot, it was bad, man. Oh, yeah. It was, it was uh, a bad uh, experience, yeah. overall bad experience. And with great people in there, they could have sold me a lot more, but I got to a point where I grabbed something and yep. gave up. Oh, yeah. I was at Lowe's on Friday yeah. after work, and... Not one person. I was there for like 40 minutes. Not one person asked me if I needed anything. Wow. So, Long done, yeah. Got, got my dirt and left. All right. Uh, why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we'll do our top five delightful news and maybe even a deal of the week. Ooh. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouthwatering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganor Salif different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganor Salif. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars, each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth, flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars, cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a Mao cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition 
but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head, and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Sammy Hampshire. We're smoking the Jose Dominguez Natural Fino. And if you want to send us an email, it's theassholespodcast at gmail.com. We got nothing this week. We got nothing. So I see it's empty. Ready? Oh, my God. Get Holidays. All day People weekend. are busy. Yeah. They better oh, yeah. get to They have it. no questions because we're answering everything. That's we right. Do. It would be in uh, salespeople. We're mm-hmm. answering yeah. the questions that they don't even have, That's which right. is another great thing to answer the question they didn't even ask yet. If you can be a mind reader and try Ooh. to figure it out, which is great yep. because I get a lot of that that somebody will say, I was just going to ask you that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. knew you could just going to ask because I've been doing this for 38 <laughs> exactly. years. I get this down and yep. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and answer their questions before they even have them. See how great you can become. It's a skill. Yep. It's the a skill. The script doesn't change yeah. that much. But uh, if you, especially you sell one product, cigars, how easy is that? You know, um, but the, the great ones move on and the, the other ones just say, uh, that was a tough job. I didn't like it. Whatever, tough, standing around smoking yep. cigars and selling cigars. See, not I, that easy. I call it an investment. I think anyone listening that one's like, well, yeah, but why should I make that extra effort? It's it, at customer service. That's, you know, predominantly where I'm from for this. It, it's an investment because that's, that's repeat service too. Not just like you made that one customer, you, you helped them beyond what they even thought they needed. But then that customer, if you make it an exceptional experience as a whole, that person will remember you and mm. come back to you, whether it be yeah. your store or I've even seen, I used to have people come into my store and my other people would ask, no, no, and then they'd be like, no, 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 thank you. Where's Chrissy? Yep. They want to deal with me yeah, now because exactly. they know they're going to get that exceptional service every time. So. And then you, 
then you know that you have a happy customer coming to you. You, yeah. right. like, you don't have to guess, like, are they going to be mad at me or whatever? Yep. But, you know, a lot like, of it's looked upon as, so if I went to Home Depot and that guy ended up selling me the right thing that I was looking for and it was a $10 pot, what the hell is that worth? Well, cigar store, you go in and you're going to buy four $10 cigars, it's $40. What does that end up meaning? It means, what if I come in every single week and spend exactly. $40? Exactly. So that is... Um, $2,000 a year? Yeah. And what if I do it for five, for t- 10 years? It's $20,000. Exactly. So that, what right. just happened is $20,000 lifetime value of me, yeah. right? Yeah. Assuming 10 ye- after 10 years, I'm going to move away or whatever's going to happen right. or whatever. So that's the average of what ended up coming. Now, how many people did you wait on today that, that you did exceptional customer service with? If it's 10, it's a quarter of a million dollars. Right. Yeah. Just what happened yeah. today. Yeah. And it's one of the few things you can do in a local cigar store that can set you apart from anywhere yes. else. Absolutely. If you provide good customer service, that's enough reason for some people to come back as opposed to going to maybe an e-com giant store yeah. where they might get a better deal. But you know what? They like you and they like the it's, experience. It's absolutely me. It's absolutely yep. me as a consumer that I, I will rather overpay for some kind of service that I'm not going to get somewhere else. I'm a busy guy, and if somebody says, oh, before you leave, you all set with lighter fluid? Yep. Oh, geez, I need lighter fluid. Okay. You know, I had the story of the of my glasses that maybe I told before. The first time I went and yeah. got eyeglasses, uh, they didn't tell me that I needed a cloth to clean the mm. thing off. Yeah, yeah, something special, yeah. Yeah, so... It, Day one, I'm showing my glasses to my wife, and she says, oh, you got to uh, clean those glasses off. And I went to get a paper towel. She says, you can't use that. you got to use something with a soft thing. And I'm, they should have sold you that or gave it to you. And I drove back the next day, and I said, do you have them? And they said, oh, yeah, right here. And they gave it to me for free. And said, don't worry about it. And I said, well, I'd rather you charged me and gave it to me yesterday because I drove 20 minutes. Mm. Um, and then it was fast forward another few right. weeks later. I need the little screwdriver because the, the top was getting loose. Right. Oh, I got to go back there. And I go, is there anything else that I need? And they said, no, you're all set. I, I didn't believe it, but it turned out That little okay. screwdriver, it's always a disaster, right? How are you going to see it? <laughs> Absolutely. You don't have your, and yep. they give you this tiny plastic magnifying glass that you still can't see without your glasses. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yep. Oh, another thing I'll bitch about when it comes to that is shampoo and conditioner in the same bottle. Mm. Well, it's in the shower, you are not wearing your glasses, and they have both of them say ivory on them or whatever brand, right. yep. but the name of the thing, of it's what small. it is, is small, and I, you've got to be crazy. What are you doing? Did any, yeah. Is anybody telling you this, that you yeah. can't be seen with people that wear glasses? 50% of people yeah. wear glasses, they can't see it. Yeah. Make it big so they can see it. Well, don't they flip-flop the bottles sometimes? Like one is the, yeah. the nozzles on the down, bottom yeah. and the other one's... The shape. Right. Not on the one I have. When they put yeah. it in like some kind of like cursive script too, so you can't even yeah. make yeah. it if you can't yeah, see make it. it. Yeah. Or you can buy one of those like six-in-ones where you can wash, wash shampoo, yeah. condition, and do I'm your never, oil change all yeah. in one bottle. I'm never happy with that. <laughs> I thought that's what he was getting at when he's like, shampoo, and conditioner, and the same bottle. I'm like, you don't like a two-in-one? Yeah, oh, I seem like it's an not, man, two in one. I, I don't, I don't. No. And what I don't have also is a Dave Six Pack. You don't have week. one. I don't have one, but what I want you to pay attention to is what we did on the Cigar Authority. I'll give you a heads up that we announced something if you want to be part of the Cigar Authority, which was be a blind taster with us. Very cool. And for $20 a month, add it to your care package. You must be a care package member to do it because we have to make sure that you 
smoke of the cigars mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody that's just a one-brand guy. Well, He's not going to be any it, help. It wouldn't be worth it otherwise because you'd have to charge shipping on the $20 yes. to just do that separately. Yeah, so you're going to get two of the same cigars per month. And I, I'm saying this because by the time the show airs on Saturday, it will be sold out. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So it, they really took to it well. Um, it is... Um, three quarters of the way gone, yeah. um, so it'll it'll wrap up. So here's a second chance to go to the cigarauthority.com. On the right hand side, you're going to see be a blind taste tester, and we get the little uh, Bruno uh, Bell there with yeah. with sunglasses on or, or mm. blindfolded, so yeah, you can't blindfolded see it. Bruno. Click it there. You'll read about it anyway if you want to end up doing it, but. Almost your last chance. I think we're going to say yeah. at the beginning of the show on Saturday That's that it. It, it, it's already gone. And, so. uh, you know, our listeners, people that have been listening to the Astros for a long time, they know what Blind Tasting is all about because that whole series yes, years ago. whole series. Wow. Yeah, right. The whole tournament. Yeah. yeah, we went through a whole tournament on there. But that being said, right now it's time for the top five, and it's brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. All right, today's top five in the spirit of post-Memorial Day weekend. You guys were all vacationing. We were partying. You probably listened to some music this weekend, right? We did. Yeah. We, had, we had music going. Uh, and you're considering, I see you wrote here, Summer. Yeah, it's the top five summer songs but of the summer. But it isn't summer, you know, not till no, a few weeks ago. Eh. A couple weeks ago. No. June 21st, right? It's more, the more. unofficial yeah. start. It's but the start. It is. It feels like it was 80-something degrees. Oh, out. Yeah. It'll be it 90 sunny. later this week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like Labor Day. That's not the start of fall, but it's the end of summer, right? You guys so. are all wearing short sleeve shirts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Me and Chrissy are not. So this is we the We haven't t- given in yet. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You yeah. have AC's on, right? So yeah. top five summer songs. Now this is from Rolling Stone magazine, who I will say they've had some <laughs> interesting lists over the last few years about top albums Stinkers. and stuff. So let's see. I don't think they listen to music anymore. I don't know. Well, we're gonna see what their top five summer songs were. This was from twenty twenty two. So number five, California Girls by the Beach Boys. Pretty Fits. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. What's the, 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 the other one, I'd Dave? rather have uh, good vibrations. Same. Yeah. So would I. Me too. Uh, California Girls, um, what's his name? Did it from Van Halen, right? Oh, yeah. Katy Perry did too. Well, yeah. different. Uh, That's what I was thinking. David, David Lee Roth. Lee Roth. David Lee uh, Roth. Diamond yeah. Dave. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that was so. good. I remember in, in the 80s when MTV came out, he did a nice video on that. Yep. So. Number four, uh, Gin and Juice by <laughs> Snoop Doggy Dog. This I, is I don't know the song. You don't know you it's don't know Gin and Juice. Pretty old at this point too. Yeah. It's it's one of his. I think that's Snoop Dogg's like original hit. Yeah, don't big know one. It. Made it with Dr. Dre. Don't know. I would say I don't know a Snoop Dogg song. Yeah. Well, now you've heard of Gin and Juice. So, number three, uh, Gotta Give It Up by Marvin Gaye. I don't know this one. I know it. Yeah, I don't think it belongs there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, you're gonna love. You're gonna love number two, "Dancing in the Street," Martha and the Vandellas. Like, what does that have to do with summer? Nothing. <laughs> you know, you got in that the street. Like, horrible. I would say cover party song with yeah. David Bowie and Mick Jagger. Scary video. Scary, scary video. video. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And number one is "Good Times" by Chic. These are the good times. Ro- I see roller skating. Mm. Like that was big ro- in my yeah. day. Like you'd roller skate to that song. 
See yeah. when they do these lists, they like they it's pre-done. As in, here's our list. Select your top from this because I feel like these lists are BS. Yeah, well, I feel Rolling like there's such BS. Rolling I feel like there's yeah. an ulterior motive there. There's no way that is the number one summer song of all <laughs> they time. They used to have great lists, and then in the summertime, who did that song? In the summertime, oh, yeah. Mongo Jerry, Mongo Jerry, yeah. great. Mongo Jerry. That's, That's a song. good song. Right? That, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, now, the, the, the only honorable mentions I saw on the top ten were Doves Cry by Prince at number eight. That's yeah, a great that a Love that. song? Oh, it's, that's great. You got the, you got the Nintendo's song, down? I, I like that song in the summer. That's a good party song in the summer. No way. I like it. And then School's Out, Alice well, Cooper. Sure. School's yeah, Out. Yeah. Too little. But what would you guys for say? School's Out for summer. Number one summer song, would you say Mungo Jerry? Yes. I like what that about one. the What about uh, Boys of Summer, Don Henley? Uh, I hate yeah. him. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Oh, nice. he's a horrible person. Really? <laughs> like I, Ed I, Sullivan, you, you. I have a lot of artists, hate, but you hate the artists. Tom people. Hanks. And, yeah. You know. See, I would have figured like "Sweet Home Alabama" or something would be so high up there as like a summer song. Mm. Like, I don't know. Like, Maybe in Alabama. Yeah. Y'all don't yeah. like that song? I, I'm dumb fan of the Kid Rock isn't up there for as far as the summer song goes. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't so, think he's I on just... Rolling Stone's faves. No. no. See, no. That's what I mean, though. The list is tainted. He but... likes the short story, though. Tainted love. Tainted love. Uh, Soft sell. Soft sell? Look at you. Ooh. That's a going back. That's a, I'm a that music is, whiz. That is delightful. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> 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 I the news claiming the end of the world. Everyone run for cover. Are you sick of turning on your radio and hearing things like this? Code Red, duck and cover! You're all in danger! Well, I think it's time for some delightful news. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. How delightful. How delightful. When a struggling Californian attempted to alleviate his financial stress... By robbing a bank. Oh, boy. Delightful. Michael Armas Sr. recognized it was out of sadness and not malice. He was sad, so he had to rob a bank. Exactly. (laughs) Stepping in with words and eventually a hug, 69-year-old Michael diffused a situation, a potentially explosive situation, as the bank robber claimed he was carrying a bomb. Don't hug people with bombs. <laughs> Don't hug a bomber. <laughs> no. Everything seemed a normal day for Armis, who walked into the bank of the West in Woodland, California, when he noticed a former neighbor speaking to the teller with irritation and depression in his voice. Unbeknownst to Armis, the neighbor... Eduardo Placencia. I don't know. Spelling with coincidence? This is the cigar tie-in. Had passed a note to the teller claiming he was armed with explosives and demanded money to avoid detonation. (laughs) That's the combination for the bomb. Money. (laughs) However, the fact that Placencia's shirt was pulled over his nose and mouth mixed with the teller's (laughs) frightened expression... Quickly alerted Armis to the fact that all was not well. This guy is sharp. Very observant. This is Alma Fuerte. Very observant. (laughs) This is Alma Fuerte. Very Fuerte. (laughs) So I just approached him and I asked him, I said, what's wrong? You don't have a job? He said, there's nothing in this town for me. (laughs) Nothing in this town for me. Surprised they just blow him away right there. I just want to go to prison. Oh. So I took him outside and I give the man a hug right here at the door, said Armis. And took him to the ground. He and started crying. The police arrived at that moment to take Placencia into custody for attempted robbery, robbery, later stating that he was, in fact, 
not armed at all. It's right. still armed robbery, right? Yeah. Yeah. The threat of it. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, so he's going to prison. He's so he got his wish. Right. right. And that's what he wanted. Said he got what he wanted. Said he was sad. It's cheaper than therapy. I you know, the rob a bank. Officers with yeah. what? Well, Tears. There, were, there yeah. was nothing in that town for him, so nope. he just wanted to go to prison, and it all worked out. You know, yeah. California's a pretty big place. I feel yeah. like you could figure something out. <laughs> go the next town over. Right. Know. Easy enough. All right. San Quentin sounds nice. How do you say to someone who's got a bomb? Like, just robbing you. Like, why are you robbing us? Well, what, you ain't got a job? That, I nearly wet my pants. That was that's very true. He says that to someone. And the guy knows him. Yeah, so you, you, you're so caught because I, him right I, there. I know it's you, Placentia. And what, the cigar's not selling well? <laughs> <laughs> he's probably wearing Placentia swag when right. he's robbing like, the bank. Why uh, he pulled his shirt over? So it's like, just wear a, like a regular mask. Like, everybody still right. has them. Like, Jesus, you know, COVID, 95 like, or something. COVID mask. All right, we are rating and reviewing here the Jose Dominguez, Connecticut. This is the Fino size, the 6x44. And uh, I have a 91. Mm. This is my go-to. I smoke it often. Uh, I like the thicker ring gauge, to be honest with you. It burns a little hot because it's Mm -hmm. the thin ring gauge. Mm -hmm. But I like the cigar, 91. Well, I went with a 92. Whoa! Because you know what? I thought I, I was going high and I was going to be the high. You know, one. I had sm- I've smoked a lot of Jose Dominguez Naturals, but I really don't ever smoke this size and I really enjoy it. And if you like mild Connecticut with some flavor, five bucks. Five, I mean, you, 92, hands yeah. down. Uh, I get. Uh, Am I going to be the low one again this week? I, don't know. I gave it an 89. I mean, it's a great oh, cigar. It's, it's 89, 91, 92. Not bad, you know? 89's good. 89's well, good. Ed? Somebody was correct. Oh, we got two eighty nines. What? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, two eighty nines. Too mild for, for Ed Sullivan. Yeah, yeah, but it's a very good cigar, especially mm. for as you said, as an event cigar. Yes. where you got to take some with oh, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the presentation and packaging on this make yeah. it look like a, a much more expensive cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. more yeah. than meets the eye. Yeah, sure. Okay, so somewhere in the 91, got a 91, 92, 89, 289s, 90. Uh, I'd say it's 90, closer to a 90 point something. 90.5? Yeah, something like that. 90 point something. We don't have a calculator out here, but what <laughs> no. we do have is we are the assholes. And next week, cigar vacation destinations. Ooh. Not, not uh-huh. Disney? I don't think Disney would be a good choice. Okay. No. <laughs> but we'll find out. So you love cigars, you want to go somewhere. What are the destinations? Cigar destination uh, destinations. Until then, you've been listening to the Ashles broadcasting live from the, you got it, Jose Dominguez Studios, 90.5, above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.